Hey Queen! So today we're going to talk about the three A's to transform your marriage. You see, marriage doesn't just all of a sudden fall in the pits. What happens is, as time goes on, we stop doing the things we used to do. We stopped. We stop liking the things we used to like. We stop saying the things we used to say that made our spouse feel loved. And the longer we stay away from doing those things, the wider the gap. And before you know it, we're exactly where we don't want to be. We're in that hole, in that place of simply being roommates, if even that. Um, And so today I want to to turn things around a little bit and change our focus and at least do the things that are within our power to do because everything's not in our power to do and everything is not the way things are is a joint issue it all it it, it takes two and i understand that completely but there are things that we can do in our space to possibly turn things around um even if it's just a little bit we're not completely at a place of throw up our hands it's done we we can make small changes and and that's another thing but we tend to think that the changes that have to happen are these huge big steps not necessarily not necessarily so we can do little things slowly but surely and those little things start to get noticed so let's start with the first a the first a is aggressive there's no need to stop doing those things that we used to do while you were dating You didn't wait for him at the time to call you. When you wanted to speak to him, you would call. If you wanted to go on um, a date somewhere, you would suggest it or even make the plans yourself and invite him along. Well, we got married and guess what? (laughs) We, we, We stopped doing those things. Or we may have even been a traditional person from day one and always thought that the man had to do the heavy lifting, and which he does, but spice it up a little bit and go for what you want. Don't wait for him to make the suggestions. You want to go to a certain place for dinner? Tell him so, invite him. You want to go to a certain location on vacation let him know you want more attention at night or more attention in the home tell him and you tell him by showing him there's a saying that if you want more of something you have to do it if you want more kisses you give more kisses if you want more touches you give more touches and same is with asking for what you want seek him out let him know this is a desire of yours 
and watch him fulfill it wholeheartedly and happily. And the more you do it, the more it becomes second nature, the more he actually starts to like it and, and looks forward to, to what you're going to come up with next. I have always wanted to, um, to go wine tasting. Hubby is, you know, things like that don't really, eh, <laughs> it is what it is. But, you know, I, I suggested it. I, I said I wanted to go wine tasting and, and we went and we had the time of our life. It was really nice and we're looking forward to doing it again. You know, likewise, while we're at the house, you know, if I want us to just get out some type of communication, a book that we can possibly talk about together, I'll pull it out and, and make the suggestions. And it be, it always turns out to be um, a time that we both enjoy. It's just that he wasn't thinking about it. And what's the point of me thinking about it and, and, and sit there possibly getting upset because he didn't suggest it. He didn't even know to suggest it. So go after what you know. Go after what you want. Be aggressive about it. And watch him truly begin to transform as he looks forward to those surprises, really. <laughs> um, they're, they're very meaningful, actually, and they turn out to be extremely lovely. So that's the first one. The second A is attractive. This one probably goes without saying. However, I want to talk a little bit about it. While you were dating him, you made sure you were always on your P's and Q's. When you knew he was coming over, you were you always looked your best. When you knew you were going to see him, you looked your best. Of course, we got married. The children came. <laughs> And we just didn't really care anymore. You know, we wake up with the with this thing on our head that we think is a scarf, but looks like a rag to them. And, um, you know, just staying in that in that space all day and not really looking any different. And he goes out, he goes to work, possibly comes home and you're still looking like who done it and why. <laughs> That's my that's my favorite phrase. Um, that can definitely kill any type of romance or intimacy in a marriage. I remember years ago um, when I we we had a friend of my sister. She was staying with us, and just before she'd been with us for quite a while and just before she was about to leave to go on her own she pulled me to the side and said one thing she said i have learned one thing when it's time for me to get married and that she appreciated the fact that i taught her that and what was it that no matter what i was doing no matter how tired i was no matter what i was getting into by the time my husband came home in the evening, I was always looking my best. 
be it just a little lipstick, freshen up my face, take off the scarf, or put on a scarf, but a scarf that was trendy, that was fashionable, not just a <laughs> a do-rag, if you will. And that sat with me. Because at the time, I didn't really recognize what I was doing until she actually pointed it out. And this was probably, oh my gosh, this was before I started having children. So this was nearly 20 years ago, possibly, she told me this. And it stuck with me so much that up until this day, I do make sure that I stay looking attractive. If he goes out, he comes back. Because I do recognize that while he's out there, he's seeing all sorts of things. Not that that's an ex an excuse for him to have roaming eyes. But if I don't give him something to have his eyes roaming at at home, then what do I really expect is going to happen when he is out there? So I always give him something to have his eyes roaming at. And he really does appreciate it. I... And this is not a suggestion that you all go put on some shorts. That is not the point. Please hear me. Wear things that you know he likes and that suit you and that makes you comfortable. But I'll put on a pair of shorts. I'll put on, you know, little tees. I'll put on, you know, tight-fitting clothes. And and you do I, I do catch his eyes roaming, <laughs> you know. And if my hair is not looking its best... I will tie it up with a fashionable looking headgear, not just anything I pull out of my closet. You know, put on some earrings, a tint of gloss, and we're good. And he actually always does say, he mentions the fact and say, oh, you dressed up for me today. Of course it's for me, but hey, <laughs> we won't tell him if you won't, right? <laughs> so, so stay looking your best. If you have daughters, it actually is um, a good practice for them to learn too. It's not okay to let yourself go just because you both are now married. Keep it up. Get your hair done. Get your nails done. Don't forget the self-care. Do those things so that you continue to look fresh and attractive for him. And you'll really appreciate, he'll appreciate really, the effort that you put into it. Now, I know some of you are going, well, he doesn't. He, This is not about him. Remember that? This is about you. This is about what you get out of it, what you gain from it. And he simply is the beneficiary. So do what you need to do for you to keep your spirits up. When, even during this time of us being in this uh, quarantine, I did make it a point to always get up and freshen up. And what I found, though, is how I show up is how I feel. And I'm sure that's the same for most of you, too. How you show up is how you feel. So if I just roll out of bed and, and try to get things done, I, it, I don't really accomplish as much as if I first take the time to look the part. And I'm not saying be bedazzled in, you know, as if you're going for a wedding or anything. And if that's your, if that's you, do you girl, please. But just put some effort into looking 
so much more than you possibly could, if that makes sense. So do that and watch his eyes start to roam and and seek you out through the day as you walk right by, by him. Part of looking attractive, you know, put on some perfume. Don't wait till you're going out to put on the perfume. You need to smell good for him. That's part of being attractive. So do what you can and do what you must to keep his eyes roaming, but roaming only for you. Got it? Awesome. And the third A is attentive. Be attentive to your man. Don't get to that place of, oh, there he goes again, or um, what is it this time? And then therefore you check out as soon as he starts to speak. No. Hear him out. Hear what he's trying to say. He may not be communicating it as he needs to, but at least be attentive and attentive enough to understand where he's coming from. And that will give you the power to then respond lovingly with exactly what it is he needs to hear. When you're talking to him, part of being attentive is speak with your eyes. Get all distractions away. Put down the phone. Yes. There's a saying um, in my country, and for those of you that may not know, I'm Nigerian um, by virtue of my parents. And there's a saying that says, Ojulorowa, which means, if I'm going to translate it, um, I guess communication is in the eyes. <laughs> you, you can really tell what a person is saying by looking them in the eyes, um, by watching their body language. So if you're busy on your phone or busy watching TV or uh, you're, you're completely distracted when he's speaking to you, you can't really get the depth of what he's trying to convey. And don't assume you know what he's trying to say. Give him that respect that he deserves and give him your full attention. Lean in a little bit, you know, just so he knows that you're you're listening. As a matter of fact, even if he's in a combative mode, when he's speaking and you respond by leaning in and lowering your voice, it actually takes the steam out of them. Try it. Because that is, you're coming from a place of, I hear you, baby. I'm here to listen. And it takes the fight out of him. And so that shows him that you do care and you are listening. So lean in, put down everything that you might have in your hand, anything that might take your attention away. Actually take your phone and turn it face down so he truly knows that you're here to hear him out. Um, even if you're, Even if it's not a conversation that is one of... Um, argument or dis, uh, a deep discussion about something that is probably making him upset. Maybe it's just a lovely evening of having conversation together. You, you know, you're, you're having a flirty time. Flirt with your eyes, flirt with your body, 
fully attentive, listening to what he's saying, responding to what he's saying. And call me later. <laughs> I'll send me an email later about what ended up happening at the end of the night. <laughs> I've tried this so many times. When he's speaking, when my husband's speaking, I used to really be on my phone, especially during those times of intense arguments. I didn't want to hear it. But now I've learned the art of putting down my phone and putting my hands possibly in my lap or just on the table, leaning in and listening. And the rough edges of what he's trying to say start to round out and soften up. And this has been my go-to all the time. It shows him that you care and and that's half the battle right there. A lot of the times that they keep going on and on is because they think we don't care. We're not listening. And so therefore they have to shout louder um, and repeat what they're saying several times is what they think because they don't think we heard them the first time. Trust me, he will know you heard him the first time when you give him your full attention and simply tell him the same. If he's one that is prone to pick up his phone or, or be glued to the TV while he's watching a game. Now, granted, you can't expect him to give you his full attention while he's watching his favorite game. That It's not going to happen. So that's not the time to say, hey, I'm talking to you. If it can wait. Likewise, if you're in the middle of something that is quite important and you won't be able to give him your full attention... Simply say so, babe, I know what you're about to tell me is very important and it's going to need my full attention. Can you give me X amount of time, two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, and I'll come to you and then we can talk about it. Let me finish this thing here and then I can give you my full attention. It takes the steam out of them. All right. So hopefully you got a little something out of this. Be aggressive. Stay attractive, be attentive, and watch those three things begin to transform the communication in your marriage and ultimately the, the behavior in your marriage, all right? And if you still need any more help or, or you want to talk about some other ways to implement this, reach out. Reach out to me on Instagram and Facebook at Here for Wives or our business page Nikki Olushe Elonge on Facebook and let's chat I would love to help you until the next time look forward to speaking with you then take care